Hey, Carrie. How's it going? Hey, Emily. I'm great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesomely single. And I am a single as well. And mm. also I'm hungry, so maybe we should have some snacks. And we're snacking. Yeah. Um, that's why this is called Single and Snacking. It's true. Mm-hmm. Brilliant of us. I know. This is our pilot episode. Pilot number one. Uh-huh. We're basically popping the cherry on this thing. Yeah. Then we submit it and it becomes a movie. Exactly. Or is and that then, not? Then we the make pot. a lot of money, right? Oh, that's a t- that's TV. Oh. Who's going to play you in the uh, made-for-TV Ooh, movie? Sigourney. Ooh, Sigourney. I get a yes. lot of Sigourney. You? Um, Emma Stone. Ooh, yeah. yeah. She's real sassy. She has that weird lisp, though. Yeah, well, that sounds just like me. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> I think we both know that Melissa McCartney's gonna play me. <laughs> she is a box office smash. Uh-huh. People will show up just for her. Oh, I love when she straight in, straight irons her hair. Oh, it's so sexy, just yeah. like mine. You always have the best hair. Well, the I mean, is killing. I channel a little Adele. You know, we do what we oh, can. Yeah. I gotta work on that Batwing eyeliner, though. Mm-hmm. And your piano playing skills. You should well, probably work on those. Too. Yeah, I should probably learn to sing. You should get a piano. I should. <laughs> if only I had one. I'm pretty sure that that's what keeps me single is my lack of piano slash eyeliner skills. Wait a minute. You have a piano. Oh, that's right. I do. Yeah. Oh, well, 50%. Yeah. 50% solved. And she always sings about being single. Like, those are her best albums. Yeah, but she sings about being heartbroken, which in order to be heartbroken, you have mm-hmm. to first be in a relationship. I have not gotten to that stage mm-hmm. in a yeah. while. Yes. So. And as we love to talk about most of the time, sitting on your couch, snacking and drinking. Yes. Tequila and soda. Um, mm-hmm. Like, how is it that we know so many wonderful women that are single, haven't found anyone? I know a couple men who are single and, you know, mediocre. Who haven't yeah, found they're anyone. all right. But, yeah. I mean, they'll do. I, I mean, part of me thinks it's this town. I mean, Charleston. Mm-hmm. What is the ca- I mean, the urban legend is that it's ten women to every one man. Surely that can't be true. No, there was that whole when I first moved. There was that whole article. Was it the paper? Or something online that said like that was years ago. Now that all these people are moving here, it's like fifty fifty. It's pretty even. Interesting. And yet, every man that I meet is already married. Mm-hmm. Is it really that we're just aging out of, uh, are we aging out of equality? <laughs> well, we are also in our 30s. Yes, our, our late, late. Would we say late? Our yeah. Mid, our, our, our late, I prefer our late mid, mid-30s yeah. or our early late 30s. <laughs> mid to late 30s. Yeah, all right. And so we're kind of a minority. It's that true. We're still single. We're so singular. Yeah, that's sad. Because, you know, and a lot of our friends are younger than us that are single. That's true. A lot of our friends are younger than us because we had to make new friends when our old friends got married. Yes. And then even more so when they had children. Right. They don't want you drinking around their children. Or they want you to come over and then it's awkward when you drink in front of their children. Correct. Yeah. 
Or they want you to be like single girl spirit animal and like take them out on the town for the one night out of every six weeks that they get to leave the house. Yes. And then they're tired and go to bed at 10. Right. And then you're like, well, I'm going to stay out. Is that okay? I'm not going in with you. Yeah. Or they have like 17 drinks in a two hour period and you're just like pouring them into the Uber and hoping yeah. for the best. They're wrecked. And then somebody's yeah. husband sends you a mean text. Really mad. Really, yeah. really mad. What did you do to my exactly. wife? Exactly. And you're yeah. just like, well, what had happened was she tried to go like we used to go mm-hmm. before you. I recall her saying, I'm going to get blackout drunk. Exactly. I'm just here to help her live her dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, do we know why? Do we have any kind of direction as to why we feel like we're single and all the other girls are single that are with us? Or... I'm not sure. I mean, I think that that's the point of the podcast is yeah. to investigate those concepts. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to shine our public on. I don't have any direction for this mm-hmm. podcast except just to sit around, bemoan mm-hmm. being single, eat these delicious snacks with my friends. Yeah. I'm in. Well, yeah. we do that anyway. Exactly. And that's why we thought we should record this. Well, I mean, let's not... Who else is... Let's be honest about it. We're hoping to monetize our single snacking status. <laughs> so, well, let's start with the uh, snacks. What are we snacking on today, so, Emily? We're having we're having multiple cheese preparations. Mm-hmm. We're having cheese three ways. <laughs> cheese three ways, as well as some proteins yeah, of all sorts. We've got meats. We've, we've got, got meats, meats and cheeses. Charcuterie, yeah. if you want to Char- be uh, fancy. Exactly, a cheese plate, a board. Mm-hmm. These are um, a couple of these are from the old bin one hundred and fifty two. Right. Found at, conveniently found at 152 King Street. <laughs> <laughs> who's, your, who's your date over there who hooked you up? Um, that was Nathan with the hair. Oh, Nathan with the floppy hair. Yeah. yeah the smile and the hair. That's true. He's uh, a looker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He always asks me about my dog. He's cute. a dog man. I yeah. see him walking his the, dog uh, with his lady around town. Yeah. He's not single. No. Hmm. As, as he should not be with that exactly. hair. He's got everything it takes. And a successful job. So, but, you know, they have, like, I feel like one of the best charcuterie programs in town, um, meats and cheeses. But they've got a good, they've got, like, a dozen of each selection. Maybe more. You know what I, what I love about that place is that when you're not single, it's a very romantic atmosphere. Absolutely. So, one, one of these days, we'll be there with mm-hmm. dudes who are into us. We'll eat meats and cheeses, and we'll have those wines in the atmosphere in which it was intended, instead of in our couch. Yeah. In our yoga pants. Yeah. Now, I mean, not that we're wearing yoga pants right now. I mean, we look pretty hot. I know. We're so dateable right now. You've really dressed it up for Mm -hmm. 9.30 p.m. You know, I did a full face for you. I appreciate that. You're always so kind. It's true. So, yeah, the snacks are, you know, a heavy part of our collective... Well, I mean, the city in general. but It's um, true. I mean, we're a food and Bev town. Yeah. And we do love food and Bev. We do. F and V. So, actually, you know, what we could, we could talk about is um, the last time that we were both at Bin 152. What happened? The segue. We discussed starting Calling in the One. Oh, wow. Throwing it all the way back. Yeah. So, I'm sure that our adoring fans don't know. That one of our initial, like, social mm-hmm. uh, social structures for getting together was that 
not many years ago, we'll call it a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. we realized that we were, shall I say, chronically single, mm-hmm. underappreciated. Underappreciated. We're underappreciated on the dating circuit, and we wanted to change that. So, yeah, we definitely um, started an in-depth study. Yeah. Uh and we should actually, we'll post a link in the call notes to the book on Amazon. Yeah. You just click on the link and you just buy it for yourself. I mean, because, you know, tens of people are using this book. <laughs> I actually think it's really, it's really popular. It and is. It is actually a very powerful program. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my one was not answering the phone when I called him in, apparently. Very true. <laughs> well, and what's funny is, we were talking about being single, and we discuss like oh what are we working on to change that because right. you can't just sit around no we are not we're not those kind people of gals. exactly exactly so i mean unless you we are the sit around on a couch and snack and but that's when we yeah that's when we such. schedule couch time exactly um that's another one of our mini activities it's a hobby <laughs> really time. we pursue that it's in my schedule as couch time with them good call so. yeah um but yeah so we were talking about what are we doing I said, oh, I've joined this group of friends, um, and some not some people I didn't even know on on the phone. It was going to be a call-in thing, and it was called Calling in the One. And you said, oh, I know that. I do, I'm going to try doing that program myself. It didn't work out the last time. And then it didn't work out for me either. So, you know, Charlotte was like, hey, I'd love to try too. So we just That's right. banded together. And then how many weeks was it? Do you remember? Probably, I think it's like 10, a 10-week program or something something such as that. But, I mean, because we're so studious and very serious about everything we do, we probably turned it in like a 14-week program of drinking wine Mm -hmm. and talking loudly. But it was a great way to, like, hold each other accountable for what did you do this week and also, like, do the work in the book because it's basically a workbook. Agreed. Um, Of, you know... Are we journaling? Are we making space for someone? Are you know yeah. all the physical stuff? And exactly. So, what did you think was one of the more powerful things that that you did in that program? Um, I would say uh, the journaling about what I wanted. Like I wasn't really putting it out. I putting it out there, I guess, because I was just like, oh, that yeah, that sounds nice, but I never thought I would want that, or even like that was something that. I was um, capable of having. Mm-hmm. So you had to write, there was like one week there we had to write just like, it, it was just a list a mile long of just, and it was, she was like, don't stop, just keep writing like everything you want. And it was stupid stuff and, you know, crazy stuff and real stuff. And yeah, and I just was like, go, go, go. And yeah, it was great. I did that too. I made my list manifestation. And I capitalized <laughs> on it. It was real good. Real, real good. <laughs> After years of unsuccessfully attempting to manifest this um, creature of perfection. Um, so, you know, for example, we have another friend that we've been chatting with about being single lately. She's happily partnered up with someone, but she did bring up the fact that you know, she doesn't know how she would react to a potential partner with children. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I made my manifestation list originally, 
Um, I had no mention of children in that list, but now I think I would definitely be open to that just because I don't feel as though I can really cut out. Discriminate. I can't, and, yeah, I can't discriminate <laughs> against, against people who chose to procreate. Well, and, you know, sometimes it's something that happened, right? They split up with somebody, maybe their spouse died or something like that, and they have these children. Exactly. A tragic widow would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I mean I'm pretty, I'm pretty clear about where I stand with children um, that, are, that already exist when I get come along. And right now, the space I'm in has been the same space for years. Maybe it'll change. But um, I really want to know what it feels like to be somebody's number one, which I've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And if somebody has children, they will always come before you. And, I mean, as they should. So that's fine in that situation. But, yeah, I kind of want to know what it feels like to be put first before someone's job or before someone's dog or before someone's family. I would like to know what it feels like to be chosen. So I, would <laughs> say, I think I would be satisfied with that. Pick yeah. me. Pick me. <laughs> Team Emily. <laughs> I do feel like that too. And to, and I mean, we have to give it to Charlotte. So she was the third one that did calling in the one with us and she manifested and ended up with a boyfriend I mean, pretty soon after we stopped Yeah, that. and they got pretty serious, right? And didn't he have... Yeah. He had children. He did have children. So, props to her. Maybe she did it differently than us or something. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, I mean, did what did she do? Did she slaughter a baby animal on top of like I a... I know. Maybe she didn't tell us about stuff. I know. She Probably. called the author of the book. <laughs> what do I really do? Ritualistic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it was just me and you journaling. <laughs> and we journaled and journaled and journaled. Did we at least use some essential oils or something? We should have ritualized. <laughs> I'm sure dudes are out there doing this too, right? I mean, they're just desperately, like, they're reading self-help books and oh they're God. purchasing amulets and like. <laughs> like you guys at least bought the book online. I went straight to the bookstore and was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> the books are, excuse me, sir. Um, I'm looking for a book. And he's just young, young kid staring at me with all his zits and So he took glasses. one look at you and he was like, here's oh my your God. copy. Basically, you made this book. God, and I was like, I'm looking for this book, calling in the one, and he just stared at me and he's like, it's in self-help. And I was like, <laughs> of course it is. Do you need me to show you where it is? No, I'll find it. Thank you, sir. I We're going like, to spare you guys, Ugh. our listeners, our beloved listeners, this indignity of this in-person uh, bookstore embarrassment. We're just going to post a link yes. to the book Please don't on go. Amazon mm-hmm. in the show notes. You can just go straight there. Yeah. I re- You know, I personally loved having a book in front of me that I could write in. And so I did make tons of notes, underlined a lot of stuff, went back and, you know, dog-eared a lot of things. So that part I really liked about having it in front of me. Um, but, you know, I could see the benefit of you guys having it on your tablets, which looked really easy because you could kind of zoom to different pages too. I also looked super cool when I was doing my work because I was doing my work on an electronic device, which uh-huh. means that no one could see the embarrassment of the cover <laughs> where it announced to <laughs> crying eyes of our questioning yeah. public exactly what I was up to. Yes. Not that I'm ashamed of being single at this point. It just feels... And one mm-hmm. thing one thing that I think might actually be a, 
problem that keeps me here is that so much of my life is defined by being single. I yes. think that I think of myself as a single person instead of thinking of myself as a person who, you know, would eventually like right. to be, be partnered. But yes. I think that I'm thinking of it too much as a self-definition. Do you find Agreed. that that's a, a deal for you? Yes. I don't, I very rarely picture myself with someone in the future of like, um, any kind of situations, you know, having breakfast or, you know, doing activities, God forbid, going to a party or a wedding together with somebody, you know, this kind of thing. Like it's so far off and far fetched for me that I, yeah, I don't bother. Yeah. It's so removed from my, from what feels like the realm of possibility. Like it's like, Oh yes, another wedding. Of course I'm sending in my Mm -hmm. RSVP for one. Yep. Please put me at the reject table. That sounds great. I've met some awesome friends. Yeah. But that's the thing, too. Like, I don't even go, oh, you know, this wedding's in a couple months. Ooh, maybe I'll maybe have I'll somebody. Maybe I'll have a day. No. Yeah. I, I mean, I stopped that silly game years ago. Because, really, if I'm not bringing a friend or somebody just to go hang with me and, you know, drink with me and dance with me, then, yeah, it's not... It's unrealistic, so I don't even bother anymore. I just go, yep, RSVP for one. So, where are where do we come down as as single women with some experience? Take that as you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as like taking a just a plain old fashioned date to a wedding, do we feel like that's bringing sand to the ocean? Well, at this point in time, that we're older, and most of our friends are married. And now our new friends that are younger are getting married as well. Like, do we even consider that there will be, you know, single people at the I wedding did, for us? I very often lately have been the only yeah. single yeah. person who was, like, seated at the children's table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they're still single. Yeah. Thankfully. Or if it's a family, they see you with your parents. Thanks. I get yeah. to hang out with those guys. Actually, it's kind of sad, but I would really rather hang out with my parents than single dudes. And my uncle. And, you know, yeah. It's always fun. I mean, listen, it's always a good party. It's always good fun. I love a good wedding. I, I don't really love do. a wedding. I don't. But, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to have to disagree here. But we're we're very, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's fair. It's Since we're only a two-person podcast, it's very mm-hmm. 50-50 when we disagree. Of so Some of you can side with Carrie, and all <laughs> of the rest of you can side with me. But here is the thing. Like, never once have I woken up on a random Saturday and thought to myself, gee, man, if only I had a wedding I could go to today. <laughs> never. So all of you brides who are like, I'm going to plan the best party ever. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the best party ever. Do whatever you want. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to talk about how raging your wedding was after the fact, except to you. Mm-hmm. Just to you. Yeah. I will absolutely go have a great time. You know I love a good party. I will never miss this a good party. This is true. This yeah. is why also, like, let it be known, when I die, my funeral better be a fucking rager. Like, band, I want a bounce palace, I want... Uh, you know, a couple of kegs. Cotton candy machine. Yeah. I want people sharing their stupidest stories of me. Oh, those are the good ones. Yeah. You know? Well, you should probably tell, you know, you should probably prep people first. Like, which ones do you want us to trot out? Like, what? No, no, no. Definitely, like, pull out your most hilarious or most, re- and you know, embarrassing or something. Because who? I'm not there to, like, you know, I'm not, like, 
sending fire and brimstone down. I'm there in spirit because I would never miss a good party. That's right. So exactly yeah, how are so you? Back to the wedding thing. But, but first, yeah, I kind of um, <laughs> just for future reference. Note, I kind of want to know how how are you going to die exactly? Oh, I don't have that planned out. Um, at probably from at a party. <laughs> yes. But um, no, I mean I love dancing. I love that it's a celebration. You know, very rarely are you at a wedding and someone's like in the bathroom crying. Do you know what I mean? Like that's true. It's always a good time. I'm so happy that someone has asked me to share their super special day with them. I love that part. Um, I feel very thankful. Um, you know, getting an invitation that says carry and guest is a little bit frustrating. Um, I almost prefer to just get, have my name on it and not guest. Um, but also, you know, it's so real when the day shows up and you don't have anyone to go with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you don't, you can't expect the bride or you can't expect even anyone else there to understand for a second, like what that must feel like for you to have to show up. Cause it's not about you. So right. There's, you there's have to internalize it. So every time, I don't know if this is your experience, but every, each time this happens to me and I, and I get this invitation for this wedding and m- many of my friends are kind and are like, Oh, Emily and guest, please come. Oh, nice. Um, which is really thoughtful of them, but I'm pretty sure that they're confident that they're not going to have to pay for a $78 plate for my non-existent day. <laughs> but, um, each time this happens to me, I feel further and further removed from the possibility of being bride in the future. Right, because now there's one less dude. Exactly. There. Yeah. There's one less dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to sit next to someone's creepy uncle. Right. Yeah. Or, like, even, or even worse, you get introduced to someone's creepy uncle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, this is Uncle Terry. Mm-hmm. He's 57. He's traveled the world, meaning yeah. that he went on a guided tour to Great yeah, Britain. And he's, on a, you know, he's had two two ex-wives. Exactly. You're like, so, we think you have so much in common. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's really nice for, of you for thinking of me. Exactly. Yeah. The thing that we have in common is that neither one of us is currently married. Right. And, you know, when it comes down to the day of the wedding and you don't have a date, it's very confrontational. Ooh, indeed. You know, and so then you have to just remind yourself, oh, fuck, I'm still single. Like, this is so nice. I'm here. I've got this cute dress. I've got a present. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be nice to share this day or have someone to go with me or have someone to, like... I always need someone to zip my dress up. Yes. Because, like, that wet, the dress you're wearing to the wedding is definitely... I mean, it's one of those bag zipper situations. Yeah. They're few and far between. Mm-hmm. Funerals and weddings... And then also, you're going to get chilly. Who is there to give you their, you know, jacket? And or if you're dating in the pool that I'd like to be dating in, their adorable cardigan sweater with elbow patches. <laughs> <laughs> you're so hipster. <laughs> Are Remember you? your suspenders? <laughs> oh, that would be really cute. Exactly. You your formal like horn rim glasses, please. <clears throat> yeah, where do you find those guys? I don't know. Yeah. Where do I find those guys? If anyone knows, please email me. Mm-hmm. Our we contact information's in the show notes. <laughs> oh, I was like, what is our email address? Oh, it's single, and, it. it's single and stacking at gmail.com. Is it an ampersand or just an and? and it's, it's all spelled out. Okay. Good old-fashioned English. 
single and snacking at gmail.com. That's great. I'm glad you think so. Yeah. Well, you know, props and um, unconditional love from my end. <laughs> now, we weren't so lucky as to get single and snacking as our username on Insta. Um, so, it, they, it was already taken. Thank you for setting all this up, by the way. Wait, single and spelled out snacking was taken? Yeah. Okay. I got us something. I don't remember what it is. We'll revisit. Yeah. Episode two. It's only the pilot, people. You can can only... You can be patient. We still need to be picked up for 11 more episodes or something. We'll build to that. Don't you (laughs) worry. (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed having this moment with you. It's so meaningful and deep. Yeah. And sharing couch time with other people is really fun. Right. Um, One of these days you're going to replace me with a dude. Want to sit much closer on the couch and you than as I well. do. And then, I mean, what the heck would we call the show? Non, non single, but still snacking. Settled and snacking. Oh, that's cute. Hey! That's cute. And, Hashtag copyright. And, can, I know, and it can <laughs> only get, we can only get more and more drunk as these episodes go on anyway. So. Exactly. We're way too sober right now. Yeah. We'll Rookie move too, on our part. Yeah. We'll do some shots beforehand next time. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. We will um, we'll be back next week um, for another round table discussion. Indeed. Round table. More couch. <laughs> <laughs> More of our very deep thoughts. Yeah. From the front lines yeah. of being single. I love it. Good night, everybody. See you soon. Baby, is that really what you want?